Hey, everybody. Welcome to uh, Purple. This is a new podcast. My name is Tavares, and my co-host is... Mac. Mac. <laughs> A.K.A. OG. A.K.A. Triple Double. A.K.A. Return of the Mac. Kind of whatever you want to call them, as long as it says Mac. Uh, <laughs> a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm a Colorado native, born and raised. I'm an Army veteran of eight years. Uh, deployed to Afghanistan and got out. I currently own and operate a photography company called the Lost Boy Photography Studios. And contrary to popular belief, I do work for the Postal Service and I manage a post office in Denver, Colorado. What you got, Mac? Who are you? Man, why I got to follow all that up? I ain't that damn impressive. I ain't either. <laughs> All right, people. I guess I am Mac. Um, that is like my nickname. It was kind of just given to me in the army, and it just stuck. Um, coming to you from Vegas, I am a combat vet, served as a cavalry scout. Now I'm a local business owner and investor. Other than that, I'm married, 28, and I'm just here to talk shit. Oh yeah, I'm married, and I have kids. <laughs> why do I keep forgetting that I'm married with kids happily wife when you hear this I'm happily married well good that's what I'm here for brother remind you <laughs> uh, this is your show I'm your hype man it's your show I'm your hype man get it right look this was Max's idea and it was a great idea so I figured I'm just going to ride his, his words of wisdom to fame so when I become famous. They're like, how'd you get famous? Mac. Like, <laughs> like, who's Mac? Oh, the co-host over there. They're gonna be like, but did y'all get famous together? No, 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 no. It was his idea to get famous. I just kind of was in the shadows. But, you know, this is kind of how it goes. So, before we get deep and heavy and talk about anything crazy, we want to talk about why we started the podcast. So, you know, Working together with each other, you know, we, I think me and Mac, the, so backstory real quick. Mac was one of the first soldiers I ever was in charge of in the history of Tavares when I PCS from Vilsack, Germany to Fort Carson, Colorado. He was one of the first soldiers. He was also my driver, right? He's for Delta. I'm, um, he was also my driver. You know, I would say he's a pretty damn good driver. I'm still the number one driver in the army. But he's pretty damn close. Yeah. Agree to disagree. I mean, I didn't break anybody's equipment, but whatever. Or get T-boned in the middle of NTC. Um, control things out of my control. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I was the victim. I, we, we were the victims that day. We definitely got T-boned by the field. Um, <laughs> I mean, we're going to bring him on here and talk to him about that day we got T-boned. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, no, so this is this is my driver, uh, and you know we happen to just click so well that even out of the army, this is still my boy. All right, you know, and it's stuff like that. So you gotta you gotta capitalize on little stuff like that. And he came to me with the idea of, hey, I want to start a podcast, and I want to you know talk about the stuff where we because we talk a lot, and every time we talk, we get into these um, deep like philosophical conversations just about dang near anything we can that pops up 
whether it's business, whether it's money, whether it's how to start an investment company and make the money off the investments, whether it's photography, um, his wife does own a photography company, um, or it's something like, what do we do? We started a store a while back. Eh, we didn't really like it, but we started a store a while back. And it's just stuff like that, you know? It just A lot of trial and error. This is true, but when your buddy comes to you with idea, what do you do? You act on it, and you know you you, you sit there and chill and you know have a conversation, um, and so stuff like that. But you know we also talk about you know mental health, which is a big thing for us as veterans. We talk about business. We talk about love. You know we're both married. We talk about lust. We know how it is. We also talk about life lessons, things we learned in life. Um, I would like to call this first episode. Or I'm not going to call it a pilot. We're going to call it known knowns, known unknowns, and the unknown unknowns. And, <laughs> don't know and I think that, don't know. that you don't know what you don't know. And I think that's the perfect description of this podcast that we're starting is we know what we know. We know what we don't know. And maybe somebody will come on here and teach us something that we never knew we didn't know we didn't know. And that was a mouthful to say, say that three times fast. If you didn't know, now you know. Oh, yeah, that one. That <laughs> one, too. Two-pack. Was that? That wasn't two-pack. Who was that? That was Biggie Smalls. Two-pack Shacker. That was Biggie. What if his name was Little? Could you imagine that? Like, uh, flip, flip it a little bit. Well, imagine if Biggie's name was Little and he was just this little midget. Sorry, you can't call him midgets anymore. Dwarf people. Small. Uh... I don't think the song where he was saying, I love it when you call me Big Papa would hit the same. Would it, it would be different <laughs> if I love it when you call me Little little Papa. Imagine that. There would have been no fame. There would have been no fame at all whatsoever. I know, that's so interesting. And everybody's quick to throw a little in front of their name. Right, you got Lil, Lil Baby, Lil Xan, Lil Windex. <laughs> little that's like a little, look, little Windex is a real person, by the way. That, that is not Lil Zan. I, I believe that somebody named themselves after a Xanax. I'm assuming. Yeah. Where the name comes yeah. from. Uh, either that or uh, I can't think of like, Xanadu. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, everybody has like a, a stage name or you know whatever, but they never explain the the meaning behind it. We're just supposed to assume or guess. That's true. I think Lil Uzi. Little Uzi Vert. I think his was something. Oh, you know, actually, that's a good question. I'm going to do some Googling. and Maybe we can talk about that in the next episode. <laughs> how, did, how did Little Uzi Vert get his name? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> that's actually kind of funny. People. The unknown unknowns. The unknown unknowns. See, but, look, but that's something I know I don't know. That's the known <laughs> unknown. <laughs> <laughs> but it was unknown well, to you until just now. That is very true. I didn't think about it until just now. So actually, you're right. Yeah, that wasn't unknown, unknown. If you didn't know, now you know. And, and you know, it's working. You see, it's working. I'm telling you, it's working. And, you know, most importantly, where the reason we started this podcast is, you know, there's a, we, we talk about it all the time. There's a culture shock uh, getting out of the military as a, what do we call it yesterday? A regular person versus being one of those high speed Delta range of Cowboys and, you know, people never talk about it. So a lot of civilians only hear the cowboy stories 
of getting out the military and starting their own uh, gun company or doing something crazy like that, which I'm not knocking. I, that's dope. I buy guns from all of them and I support all of them, right? Veterans helping veterans. That's a big thing. A part of my companies is veterans helping veterans. But, you know, there's a lot of us who, not a lot of us who, you know, there's a lot of people who didn't do anything cool, who didn't leave the country, who served, but didn't deploy. And when they go to get out, they, you know, people look at them like they're crazy. Oh, what did you do? Did you go to Afghanistan with the Rangers? No, dude, I'm a, I'm a cook. I was sitting in Fort Benning cooking for basic training privates for the last like 20 years, you know, stuff like that. And I think sometimes it's nice to hear from people who weren't just cool stories 24 seven. And I think it kind of works out to our cause of, you know, talking about the life lessons you learn. And I think hearing from some non Ranger Delta Navy SEAL dudes would probably be nice for the populace, especially now that we're transitioning out of a wartime environment. Of course, we're going to have all the stories for the last 20 years of war, but hey, we ain't at war right now. Maybe we could talk about how they're sending all my social security money to the Ukraine. Ooh, ooh, he's getting political. I did. I'm sorry. Had to go ahead and just rip that Band-Aid off. But anyway, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Look, point of reference. Meant to say this, okay? Mac, you're welcome to caveat on this. All right. We, are, we, we may offend some of you, right? We may make you hurt. We may say something that triggers you or something that makes you want to cry. So fucking what? <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm owning it right now. So fucking what? All right. If you don't like it, don't listen. But you know what? Personally, I'm raising two kids and I don't want the world to be as soft as it is now when my two kids get older. Right. I, I'm, I'm, I am certain I am raising two of the most steely eyed, stone cold, like BAMPs in the world. BAMP stands for badass motherfucker. If you didn't know, that's B A M F. Okay. That's the goal. And I don't want them to listen to this podcast a year from now or two years, it's only three and one, you know, 10 years from now and go, wow, my dad was soft. Nope, they won't say that shit. <laughs> you might be outdated by then. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> outdated. If Andrew Tate can make it, I can make it. <laughs> Hashtag free my boy Andrew. Psych, lock that motherfucker up. <laughs> Feeling strong about this one. Uh, he's he's one of those guys, just like we were just talking about. You know, how do you you got famous by just telling dudes be disrespectful? Which I get, you know, cool disrespect your surroundings, whatever. But you know, like, where did he truly make his money from? I honestly don't know. And I think every podcast you ever open up is always like, oh, I was driving to work in my Bugatti. Well, I don't have a Bugatti, so I can't relate, bro. So <laughs> nice, but not nice. No, like, not at all. Weirdo. Anyway. Uh, we do have a Facebook page. I did set us up a Facebook page. Um, we'll share that with this link when we publish the episode. Um, we'll also do some like questions and answers. Um, I'll run the Facebook page. Mac will run the Instagram. He seems to be better at that than me. Um, I'm old. I don't know about all this new stuff, man. You are old. That will get you mad. This Facegram, you know, 
it's it's called it's not Snapchat, it's Snapcat. It's not Twitter, it's Twatter. That's <laughs> why. Um, Twatter. <laughs> Facebox. <laughs> but, no, you know, out there and you hear this, call one of them a twatter. Call him a twatter. <laughs> Twat, twatter. <laughs> no, no, it's a new army. They'll cry. Uh, true. They'll true. cry. They'll cry. It's uh it's funny. You know what the, you remember? So for us, what we were talking about the other day, it was shoot, move, communicate, right? That was us. Shoot, move, communicate, right? So they that's yeah. what they drilled into us. Now it's shoot, move, survive. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. They changed it. Why? It's shoot, move, survive. Ah, it, you know, it's a softer world. Uh, I don't so know. They must have just completely got rid of reload and shoot them again. Uh, probably. That's probably definitely not PC culture. <laughs> like 100% not PC culture. That's probably... You might say that now and go to jail. Like just like they were trying to like charge people war crimes in video games. Do you know how many cities I've bombed in Ace Combat? I level cities, dude. I am relentless in Ace Combat. I I burn it all down. I'm going to jail for like advanced war crimes. They better not check ICBM. Ooh, ooh, that's right. We, we what, did we, what did we kill the other night? Like four billion people. <laughs> <laughs> we should not be laughing after that. This is true. Look, we are gamers. Um, we both do have Twitch profiles. Uh, we'll, we'll put those. We'll put all those links and stuff on the uh, purple link tree. And if you're a, a soldier, if you're an airman, and what, what, what sailor, and sailor, marine, coast guard, uh, space cadet. Uh, what what are um space is it, cadet? Is it space cadet? Oh, I, I don't know. What I, don't, called. I don't know. I'm just gonna call them space cadets because I've never met anybody in the space force. Um, <laughs> what are guys in the Space Force called? Please let us know in the comments. You know, yeah, let us know so we can respect them spatially. Not, not, not even trying to be funny. I, I honestly don't. I guess we could Google it real quick, but uh, like telling us to be more funny. Yeah, because we could talk about it. Uh, you know, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna post our links. We're gonna post everything. You can even you can even leave us little voice messages that we can play and talk about on the podcast. And I think. You guys are in for a ride. There's going to be some dope, funny, heartfelt stuff. Look, there might even be a sad episode. You never know. But, you know, hey, this is a part of the life. And this is why we want to share this knowledge with everybody. Right? Give us topics. Give us stuff to talk about. Give us something that you think is going on. Something that you don't like. You know, hey, we'll, we'll set up an application and everything. Hey, you, even, you, know, you might even be able to be featured as an interviewer or interviewee. Right? You know, come on. We, we, we're with it. Yeah, but well, before we end, I wanted to ask you some questions so people can kind of know you a little bit better, and then I'll answer some of these questions for myself as well. All right, let's go. What you got? All right, brother. So, why did you separate from the service? Like, why did you get out of the army? It was a, I think it was a culture shock um, when we went to Afghanistan. You know, one. So let's go back to before Afghanistan. One, we train for Afghanistan all the time, right? We're training, we're training, we're training. We're going to deploy, we're training. And then, you know, I think we went to NTC, what, six times that one year? Or six times in that two-year period before we deployed? <laughs> yes. It was, it was. All right. And, you know, we got to Afghanistan and it was just a culture shock. Like, I get it, we're there because of the Taliban, but, you know, 9-11 was caused by the Saudis. Anyway, um, 
<laughs> it was a culture shock, right? You know, we've been there 20 years and it looks, when you get there, you see it. There's like, what is the change that we saw? Because the pictures I took when we were in Afghanistan look exactly like the pictures that were taken 20 years ago in Afghanistan. And so it's kind of like, what, where, where was the growth? Where was the change? And then I missed a lot of away time or like a lot of family time while we were in the army, which was never an issue, but you know, my mom died and I had to fly back from Germany for that. And, you know, I wasn't there to kind of console my family like you're supposed to be, you know, I've missed out many birthdays. I've missed out on, you know, I got out cause of the money. Let's just be honest. The money, dude, I make, I've made so much more money out of the military than I did in the military. I, I got off active duty in 2019 where I was making, what was I? When I got demoted, I was a PFC. But as an E4, what were we making? $3,000 a month? Somewhere around there. Hell, I don't remember. $3,000 a month. My first year out of the Army, I made $118,000. The year after that, $127,000. The year after that, $125,000. I'd be crazy to stay in the military, man. <laughs> They're paying us for skills outside of it, dude. Anyway, money. That's why I left. Culture shock. <laughs> all right. All right. I, I like that answer. Honest. Honest. Brutally honest. So I ask everybody who listens, if you served, why'd you get out? So you kind of touched on it um, with the last question, but how was it for you when you were transitioning out of the military? Like, um, just like, you know, the last day you stepped off the base, you know, that last time to that new job that you just started like that. How'd that transition go for you? So originally, I would say it was definitely a culture shock. Right. So let's, let, we'll go we'll go back to that last month before I got out. You know, you come up with all these plans. Right. You go get all these certificates. You do maybe you do an internship. Maybe you do, um, you know anything right you come up with this plan you're like you're like hey i'm gonna get out i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make this much money i'm gonna go take this class and make this much money and you know i had a full plan right i did the i did cybersecurity. i went to a job i went to a place called leader quest and was made you know i got the security plus certs i got the java plus the c plus plus i got networking certified ethical hacker you know my, my resume goes on forever right and i got out when i was like i'm gonna make all this money and what i what happened right because we talk about this a lot that day i stepped off base right i stepped off base with a plane chest held high licensed realtor already hired at a company you know cybersecurity certs I'm, i was bound to be rich you know what happened like sock my ass in the mouth punched the shit out of me <laughs> right and i think a lot of people were going through it because you know talking to other you know, talking about other battle buddies, right? Everybody else. It's the truth, right? It's the truth. Yeah, it happens. It happened to me. I witnessed and went through. <laughs> yeah, you, you get beat up, you get your ass kicked, and, you know, <laughs> it was a culture shock, 100%. And that's when you start deviating from your plan. And I, I will say, though, the military prepared me for that, not in the sense that I'm going to get out and have every job option. They prepared me to have an alternate plan for everything in case something goes wrong. And that's exactly what happened as I got out was I had to have an alternate plan. But I never stopped moving. I never stopped communicating. And I fucking killed that bitch. 
It's the bitch with the problem, but whatever. You know, you know, you know what I mean. Those issues, those issues, those life issues. Mm-hmm. Just going over my questions here. You actually kind of answered quite a few of my questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's the realtor in me. All right, Mac, why'd you get out? We're going to jump to you. Oh, man, you don't flip the script. Dang. Oh, why did I get out? Uh, if, if, you know what the caveat off of your answer? Honestly, it was money. Um, at the time, I was presented with different opportunities. And I kind of just chose the opportunity that would be best for me and my new wife at the time. And we were just beginning to talk about having children before we had like fully decided and are now like currently committed to having children at the time we had just began to even touch on the topic and i didn't think military service was really going to be what i wanted as a child i moved around a lot my father was gone a lot and i kind of had a sense of what it would be like to grow up like that and i didn't want that for my kids my personal belief is the next generation's life should be better than the previous and they should not have to go through anything you went through continuously improve kind of the continuously improve i like that that's an army that's an army thing right there you said continuously improve mm. yeah did you were meant for the army no you can just it's just how you apply your experience in your um not just your experience but your experiences like the things you yeah do, um how you apply those things outside can really dictate how you even live your life or the way you make your decisions and all my decisions is just to secure a better future for the next generation. See, I like that. I like that. But look, we ain't gonna we ain't gonna caveat that. Let's. I got something to caveat on that. Let's talk about him being freshly married. Okay. Oh, this dude, my soldier. All right, my 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 driver, my Delta. Right. Why did I not know this motherfucker was married till we got like halfway through Afghanistan? <laughs> like legitimately. Did not know he was married till we got halfway through Afghanistan. Listen, we had like a shot. We had this. I will tell you the full story. I had a shotgun wedding. It actually is a little crazy when you think about it. Me and my wife got married maybe a month and a half, two months before I deployed to Afghanistan. And we had only dated for about three months, three and a half, just under four months. I think we lost you there for a second. So you were saying shotgun wedding, and then you broke out. Oh, my apologies. Maybe I'm having issues over here. Oh, I was saying that um, we had met literally in February. We got married in March. <laughs> and we deployed in May. <laughs> yeah, we deployed in May. So, uh, honestly, the first year of me and my wife's relationship, uh, the majority of it, I was deployed. And we're I'm so sure. strong on our fifth year now. Many Let's people didn't think we were going to make it. Hey, look, hey, I'm proud of you, though. You know why? It's funny. We were talking about this yesterday. You know, I'm on my same military marriage. You're on your same military marriage. How yes. many of our friends are on, like, their fifth, sixth, seventh marriage while being in the military? And we're still on our first one. Right? That's, a, that's a proud moment to talk about right there. Yeah, no, yeah, no, I wasn't even trying to bag. I was just, it's, it was very, in, I just thought it was interesting. 
I'm bragging. That's a that's that's a braggable <laughs> offense right there. <laughs> but yes, I would I would say probably like a good eighty percent. Yeah, that's just crazy. So it's funny, but anyway, so the funny story. The only reason he told me he was married was he kept asking about BAH paperwork, and I was like, "Man, you're single. You don't need to worry about that." And he goes, "Nah, I'm married." <laughs> and at the same time, me and you know four actual look at each other and we go. Man, you ain't no goddamn married. What the fuck you talking about? There's, yeah, there's a reason for that too. And then lo and behold, buddy was married. That's some, that's some shit right there. All right. Anyway, next question was, what'd you ask me? What was, what was the? Oh. oh, what was the transition like? Yeah, what was your transition like? Moving so not so much. So I stayed in Colorado, so my transition was pretty easy. What was it like moving from? Did you use household goods to move, or did you move yourself? All right, so my transition was uh, very di- uh, pretty different compared to yours. Uh, my transition began before I even um, got out of the military. I began a program. I cannot remember the name of it. Um, through the SFL TAP um, organization with the Army. So my last two months in the army I actually went to a school instead of reporting to my unit I would go to school instead to become an auto body technician through that school I got my certifications I got my training and I got a job at my chosen location it's actually a pretty sweet deal when you think about it um, so once that school was completed and I trans and I, uh, I left the army base you know turned everything in uh, we moved out of my apartment Packed up onto a, a U-Haul truck, outran a, a snowstorm, uh, made it to Vegas. I had to stay with my family that was here just for a little while before we can get on our feet. Uh, unfortunately, those plans changed once COVID hit, ended up getting laid off. And from there, I started educating myself. And that's where I became very heavily involved in stocks, crypto, and investing, um, kind of learning that financial financial language. Uh, um, what is it like? Um, improving my financial comprehension. Comprehension. I would want yep. to say, yeah, yeah. That was, yep, that's the word. I'm trying to think of how to describe that, but yeah. So, um, I self-educated myself. I took all kinds of online courses. I began talking to different people in different fields, such as accountants, bankers, uh, realtors. Uh, my buddy here, Will, uh, he's actually taught me a lot. Um, my father. So I've been pull- I've been pulling and compiling and doing all kinds of classes, practicing. So now I trade stocks and crypto on a daily, weekly basis. I open up a small business here in Vegas. And that was kind of how my transition went. I mean, I have had my ups and downs, but we'll use another time to get into my full life story. It's a lot more yeah. to go into and nobody wants to hear that sob story right now. Yeah, not a sob story, you know. But we do have a lot of episodes to come, right? This is season one, episode one. This is the intro to greatness. We're going to have a blast with this, right? We're going to have a a real conversation with everything and it's going to be a good conversation with everything, right? It's going to be a good learning experience, And it's going to be shit tons of fun. I think we're going to have good with this. 
Um, look out. We're going to have fun. But it's, it's going to get very interesting. And the whole goal is to make you think. If we can make you think, we did our jobs. That's very true. Very true. Very true. Uh, remember, guys, uh, a like on Facebook, a share on Facebook, a like on Instagram, a share on Instagram goes mountains and mountains further than any money you can give us, right? And that's not that's not saying you don't have a lot of money. What that's saying is we can make more money the more we get shared, right? And, you know, I I, I do – sorry, damn, I can't speak. I can't even speak English. Um, <laughs> I I'm all about vets <laughs> – I'm all about veterans helping veterans. Um, so a program I run with the photography company is soldiers transitioning out. You know, so like you said, soldier for life transition assistance program is SFL tap. Um, we have the air force tap airman for life. It's all the same thing. Sailor for life, airman for life. It's all the same transition program. We all have to go through as we go to get out of the military. And the number one thing they tell you is, Hey, Hey, (laughs) get a professional headshot of yourself. And so what I do is I give free headshots to veterans, service members, active duty, retired. I do a free headshot. You know why? Because someone gave me a free headshot when I got out and that headshot got me real estate business. It got me a job on the Air Force base doing secret squirrel stuff. It, you know, it helps. And it's all about veterans helping each other and then veterans helping everybody else because sooner or later, Veterans are going to run the world because we're probably the most capable people in the world. (laughs) But look out for the Facebook for a schedule. Look out for the Instagram schedule. We'll get that all posted. And we look forward to seeing you guys and talking more and just hanging out and having these conversations. You got any last words, Mac? Nothing. Just stay safe out there, people. You know, things are getting a little weird. So just be aware of your surroundings. That's my word of advice. Be aware of your surrounding. I like that. I like that. In the words of Gandhi, stay strapped or get clapped. <laughs> I'm sure he said that. I don't know. Or he meant it. I don't know. I, don't know. I would say Abraham Lincoln, but he wasn't strapped and got clapped. So <laughs> People believe anything yeah. on the internet. This is true. This is true. <laughs> but... Thank y'all for listening in. We'll see you guys later this week or next week or tomorrow. Who knows? We'll see you when we see you. Peace. Peace.